Peanut, peanut butter. Hello, my highly Selassies. This is your lowly DiBiase, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his buddy Cianci. Beware the hairy mango. Today's story is all about starting over from absolutely nothing. Hell, shoestrings are for rich people. When things get so bad you're catapulted from the local hobo village, you'll know what it's like to be campfired. Campfired by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. Life was just dragging along for Barbara until one morning a spectacular spaghetti-related accident amputated every one of her body parts from every other one. Obviously, it was uncooked spaghetti. She awoke in a hospital bed missing every one of her body parts. Doctor, what happened? She asked. Am I invisible? Ha! You wish, said the doctor, demonstrating his bedside no manners. You've heard of phantom limb syndrome where you still feel sensation in an amputated limb? Yes. Well, you have phantom everything syndrome. I'm not even sure how I'm talking to you right now. Am I, uh, free to go? I don't think so. Not with that sweet-ass insurance money rolling in. You should probably get some rest. You have more healing to do than anybody ever. Barbara was in a bit of a pickle, or rather she wished she was. Being in a pickle would have been an improvement over not being in anything at all. She had to get out of the hospital. Her spaghetti was probably done by now. She disguised herself as oxygen and slipped out behind a guy with a mask who was going home with one lung. As the doors closed behind them, she heard a doctor shouting, Hey, anybody see that lung I was carrying? It's hard finding work when you can't grab anything, or carry anything, or figure out how to create a decent spreadsheet. She finally found work at a summer camp as a ghost. Marty, one of the counselors, gathered the kids around a campfire one night and began to tell the tale of Collector Plate Carla. Collector Plate Carla was a baddie, all right. She'd invite neighborhood children into her house for hot chocolate, and then when she found out they didn't have any hot chocolate, she'd smother them with a giant marshmallow and capture their souls in collector plates purchased from the good people at the Bradford Exchange. But one day, she ran out of children, or maybe she ran out of plates. The newspaper's website worded it in a very confusing way, and she came here to this very summer camp in search of whichever one she ran out of. But before she could collect more of the missing things, she was murdered by a psychopathic tree surgeon who choked her to death with a 12-foot length of freshly harvested tree intestine. Her mother had always told her she had had a big neck. Some say the ghost of that tree still haunts these woods. In fact, now that I think about it, it died 67 days ago on this very night. And that's when Barbara jumped out and said, Rah! The kids just looked in her general direction for a moment. One said, Are you serious? And another said, You're not a ghost, you're a neurophysiological condition. A third stood up and suddenly proclaimed, This makes me question the veracity of this entire summer camp. Marty said to Barbara, You're fired. Barbara left in a huff. She took her meager paycheck and bought a bottom-of-the-line prosthetic body, which was basically a giant hook. Then she beat Marty and all of the children with a stolen set of collector plates. But before she could finish them off, a giant car drove by and she was whisked off to Lover's Lane, caught in its door handle. If this story collected your soul, you can hook it and other giant marshmallows at the webratory of the ghost story, BewareTheHairyMango.com. It's time for spam! Email BewareTheHairyMango It takes more than one to tango the only other rhyme is Durango, unless you stretch Mustango.
Our first and last spammy this week comes from Belly Hair Clip Mura, who writes, Fabulous! What a web blog it is! This blog gives valuable information to us. Keep it up. You're welcome! I love the praise, but the real reason I read your letter was so I could ask you where I could get a clip for my own belly hair, as it's constantly getting in my eyes whenever I stand on my head. Write me back! Okay, last time I asked you guys to send me emails. Stop that for now. I've got like three emails, which sounds pathetic, but that's way more than I want to read on a single show. Write again in November if you like. Here's one of those real emails. I'll read the others in future episodes. This one is from Colin Robb. Mr. Smith, if that is your real name. I am so sorry that I wasn't able to communicate my esteem for your work in time for your fifth anniversary show, but please know that you have immeasurably enriched my life with weird and humor... With weird and humor? That's what he wrote. And laughs and more weird. Oh, okay, I get it. (laughs) Weird was a noun, not an adverb. Or an adjective, or one of those fucking things. I am quite grateful. Please continue to be amazing. Your pal, Rob. I mean, your pal, Colin Rob. (laughs) Hey, it's our first email. Hey, no sweat, Colin. I forgive you even though you knew it was coming for the past five years. I can see where a message like that could take five years and one week to produce. As for continuing to be amazing... No. It took me 45 years of working up to it in order to be amazing for like four and a half days, and I'm still recovering. On the bright side, though, I have being shitty nailed, as you can hear. But I'm still totally jazzed that you wrote. Are you still listening? Thanks to David Bradshaw of davidbradshawmusic.com for that wonderful song. Slam bangingly in the comments for this post or he'll email me and we'll make angel eyes at one another at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or bounce back from herpes like Wolverine at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we're feeling our most candid, the SFNSF signal stands for seductive funt because we like to while away the days at the office checking out our nude centerfolds of Alan Funt while we listen to recordings of his voice. He's totally into watching us and for some reason asking us to speak into mailbox. Twitter, you tiger pitter that all the greatest trappers follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity where I collect them and stick them in my trapper keeper. They think they're upset when I shove my geometry papers inside them, but that's nothing compared to when I three-hole punch them. Donate through the button on the fine tooth homepage and with your money, maybe I'll finally get control over my hot mess of a life and can settle into that cool wet feeling in the back of my pants. This podcast urinates victoriously from a high-speed recreational vehicle, which, although it is a rockin', invites you to come a knockin' as it celebrates 211 days days without a sexually transmitted disease, which is impressive because it's been leaving puddles of transmission fluid all over camping grounds across America and parts of a Creative Commons attribution on commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until the 50 crunches I do every morning don't involve potato chips, this smells like middle-aged Matthew Sanborn Smith reminding you time flies and space mosquitoes. Good night. Good night.